Hey, Courtney, it's Scott Caldwell. Yeah, nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you, too. So, first of all, congratulations on the book. That's pretty amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, here's my background with this stuff of what's going on. Um, about a year and a half ago, a guy came to me, and he had been doing radio interviews for a couple of local radio stations for years. And he had wanted to retire, and station manager said, well, we'd like to keep this going. Who could take your place? And he mentioned me. He came and asked me if I would do that. So for a little about a year and a half now, I go and I interview different people and FFA and 4-H and all that and get their story. It's about a 10-minute thing or so, and just we chat for a bit. I, it's technically an interview. I like to call it a conversation. <laughs> I love it. So it takes a lot of the pressure off, especially for people who haven't done media training. <laughs> Very true. <Yeah. laughs> Um, and so it's really what it'll be is just saying, okay, you know, tell me a little bit about your background. Who are you? What are you doing now? And then we're going to get into the book and, you know, what's the purpose of it and what's the process like and, you know, all that type of stuff. What's the future hold? You know, that those types of things. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Nothing tricky on that. Um, if you say something that sends me on a rabbit trail, I might follow that. But that's that's really it. That works for me. Okay. Um, about halfway through, and I'm going to run a timer on my computer here. This is my prep period, so I get to just hang out. Um, about halfway through-ish, somewhere in there, I'm going to say, okay, we're going to take a break for a word for a sponsor. Uh, and then, hang on just a second. Um, so that call coming in, I was making sure it wasn't my wife. It just labeled political call. I'm like, yeah, not important. Anyway, about halfway through, I'm going to say we're going to take a break from a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back, and we're just going to sit here quietly for five to ten seconds. And I'll say, okay, we're back. And when I send that up to the station, that'll be the cue of where to put the commercial in. Perfect. Yes. Uh, the only, I will only ask you one hard question in this whole thing, and that's the very last question. It's, okay. What's something you wish you had known when you were younger? Oh, that is a hard one. Yeah. So now I tell people that ahead of time. Like the first interview I ever recorded was with uh, with, with Derek as he was national officer candidate. Oh, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I sprung that one on him and he looked at me and then he answered it. And I was like, yeah, I should probably warn people. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Sometimes it's like the FFA kids I know can handle that. Right. You know, some of the others I get that would really throw them They're like I need a moment <laughs> so, but it can be humorous it can be serious wherever you want to go with that awesome um, but my big thing is I'm just trying to tell like I say when my closing here I, I'm trying to tell agriculture story that's really all I'm trying to do Perfect. so so that's the big deal and I would before we record I will tell you one funny story though mm -hmm. is for whatever reason last night I got on and I sent a messenger to Julia Hamblin uh -huh. I'm like, hey, can I interview you and talk to you about your book? Uh, She's like, uh, I think you mean Courtney. And I'm like, oh, dang it, wrong person. Um, <laughs> but I had teased her for years because I judged her for three years in a row with 4-H public speaking. Right. Teased her for three. For, I still tease her about the fact that she always had a white background with black lettering. She would never do anything different. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I was thinking a book that has white pages and black ink on it, and I thought of you immediately. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that was my, you know, pop quiz cover myself real quick there. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love that. So, 
Anyway, so you get ready to go? Yep, I'm ready when you are. All right, let's do this thing here. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program this week. Scott Caldwell with you here once again, and I am speaking with Courtney Audie. And if you were part of Indiana FFA, you may recognize that name from the past, but we're talking about something a little bit different here, and we'll get to that. But, Courtney, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty great. How are you? Oh, I am loving life. It's having a great time with what I do and getting to do stuff like this. It's awesome getting to see people from my past and chat. It's a fun time. But So catch us up with your time since Indiana FFA. What are you doing now? Yeah, so I'm a current sophomore here at Purdue. I'm double majoring in agricultural education and economics. And that second major actually came to be because of state office. So that's a, a fun story for another time. Um, but I've added a couple minors since then. I've joined a whole bunch of clubs here. And I've had some pretty great experience since, experiences since coming to Purdue. Awesome. And so the goal, career goal after Purdue is what? So I'm starting to take the LSAT right now. I'm hoping around August of this year, and then I'm going to start looking pretty hardcore into law schools. And mm. then actually this summer, I'm really lucky, and I get to go to D.C. as a part of one of the internship programs here. And so I get to test out the law and policy side to see if that's where my heart is really wanting to go. And then hopefully I'll move to D.C., be a legislative aide, and see where it takes me from there. Awesome. And so is the goal then to focus more on the agricultural side of things or just politics in general? Definitely agriculture. It has been my home for now 21 years, so I can't quite imagine my life without it. <laughs> True. Um, but I definitely want to focus on like career and technical education, too, if I stay here in Indiana. That's played a huge part into who I am as an individual. Um, so I want to make sure other students have that opportunity and that those teachers that continue to be change makers and really impact students' lives get their voice in, in different policies and different things like that as well. That's cool. So let's sit on this for just a moment. We'll get to the big thing in a minute here. But you've said that and it's kind of piqued my curiosity. So why don't you go into politics and the legislature but you know, and lobbying and those types of things? And how do you have that opportunity as a young person, as a high school kid or a college student? How do you get to that point where, you know, people say, well, you can't have a job without a career or with experience, but you can't get experience and your age. And how do you work through all that now? Yeah, that is actually a very great point. So that is the exact mindset that I kind of had for most of high school. I really thought that like, oh, I'm just 16. Like I can't mm -hmm. go into this room and people like trust what I'm saying or like see my experiences is valuable whenever we approach these conversations. And that's really what hindered me for a long time. Like I wouldn't go to conferences. Um, there were a couple opportunities where Indiana Farm Bureau has students up at the state house. And I just kept telling myself, like, I'm not old enough yet. Like we don't have right. enough experience. Um, but that's like, that's the exact thing, exact thing where it's like, the more you prevent yourself from having those experiences, then the less experience you do have. Um, so eventually I sat down with my mom. We had a conversation about where I was really wanting to go, um, in life, both after high school, after college, um, and different things like that. And it all kind of circled back to like, I have to start taking those opportunities. I have to go to the state house. I have to sit in on the round tables, even if I don't get a talk. Um, just listen to what those legislators are saying. Listen to the other people that are there around that table. I um, mean, just getting that background knowledge, because then after you have that, it might not be something that shows up on your resume. But whenever it's time to go into an interview and say they bring up biotechnology, like last mm -hmm. week, 
I went to a round table with Senator Young, which is something that's way out of my ballpark. <laughs> I do not understand anything bio. I don't understand anything technology. Um, but I still get to listen to those conversations. And it was actually an interview question about, like, what issues do you think are important? And so I was able to then talk about, like, oh, even though I don't have a lot of experience in this area, I was mm-hmm. able to go to this one thing that sparked all of these questions. And here's what I've gathered from this. And here's that research that then I did because of those questions that I had. Um, so it's just even though age is something that we typically see as you're either too young or you're too old to do something, um, it all just goes to kind of sweeping that under the rug. Like, don't worry about how young or how old you are. Um, the only thing that's really stopping you is not starting. Um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, but the only thing that stops you from getting that experience is kind of yourself and not really starting that process. So I think if anything, it's just taking a hold of those experiences, even if you feel like you don't know enough, the whole reason they're there is to give you that knowledge and give you the understanding of the things that you don't quite have your feet fully submerged in. That's really cool. And I know that, you know, even just being a page when you're in high school, but 4-H and FFA have those days at the state house that they can be a part of. And then even just recently on the program, I spoke with Max Smith and he was talking about Farm Bureau and you mentioned him and the opportunity they have to be involved with politics. Just you got to do it in order for it to happen, right? Exactly. Awesome. Well, you know what? That's a really cool piece of it, but I want to get to the extra cool piece to me about you. And we're going to do that right after we hear uh, a word from our sponsor. So we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back. Rusty Harmeyer of Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company. We have partnered with the New Salem Lions Club and their 58th annual Spring Consignment Auction. Auction to be held February 24th at the Lions Club, just four miles southeast of Rushville. Contact Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company today to take advantage of the free advertising and plan on selling those unused items at the New Salem Lions Club auction. For more information, visit our website and online bidding platform at harmeyerauction.net. All right, Scott Caldwell with you back again this weekend, speaking with Courtney Audi, and now we're going to get into the thing that I think is just so cool. You have written a book, right? I did. How in the world, why in the world, tell me the story, no pun intended, but tell me the story. Yeah, so it actually started back in high school. I took a college prep class, just like a lot of my peers. And as one of our assignments, we had to create kind of a five and 10 year goal list of things we wanted to accomplish. And at the time I thought I was gonna be an educator. I thought I was gonna go back to the classroom, but my mom had always joked that if that failed, I could at least be a writer, because she <laughs> actually had to take away my book. And, <laughs> and that was kind of my, my punishment whenever I was grounded. Oh, I feel and, that one right there. <laughs> oh yeah. And so because of that, that was kind of one of the first goals that I had for the next five, 10 years. And I set it to be accomplished by the time I turned 21. Now at the time I was like barely 15. Um, So I thought 21 was years and years away. So old, so ancient, right? Oh oh yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And so that kind of kept getting pushed under the rug a little bit. And I kept telling myself, oh, there's always next year. Like I don't have to do it now. Like 21, like you said, is so old. And so because of that, it just kept getting kind of pushed down a little bit farther on that goals list. And then I went to an ASA conference, which is for students in a college of agriculture from all over the nation. And there, there was a session that really talked about like what our life's biggest fears were. 
And mine mm. always circled back to like never accomplishing the goals or the things that I set out to do. And that the lady, she ended up catching my like paper airplane. So we wrote them on these like papers, folded them in airplanes, threw them across the room. <laughs> and she came up to me and was like, I know this page is yours and I want to tell you something. And I was like, what? And she told me the exact quote that I said earlier, where the worst thing you can do is just not start. Wow. And yeah. So that night, whenever I went back to the, my hotel room, I was looking back at this goals list that I had, because of course it's in the notes, like the notes app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm turning 21 in like three months. And yet this one thing that I wanted to do so much as a high school student, I still haven't accomplished. And so that night I really sat down and I started drafting pages, coming up with ideas. Um, and then from there over Thanksgiving break, um, that's really whenever it all came together. I was illustrating about five to six pages a day and then calling my friends, asking for their opinions on sentences or how the page flow should go. And next thing I know, it was out on Amazon and the rest is history. That's amazing. And so what's the title of the book? The title is The Young American Farmer. Nice. And give me the book jacket summary of it. Yeah. So it follows a little girl. Her name is Millie, who grew up on her family's farm in southern Indiana. And she realized that there's a lot more to agriculture than what we just see out of our window. It's more than just corn and soybeans. And so she kind of takes us on this journey to talk about all of these different aspects in agriculture that might not be in your backyard, but are still pivotal, not only to like our economy, um, but also uh, agriculture in general. And so it's meant to kind of raise those questions about like, oh, wow, like what exactly is agriculture? What do I use every day that I have because of an agriculturalist? Um, and really starting those conversations, not only with young children, but also with adults. Sounds vaguely autobiographical, am I right? Maybe. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Millie's no? a little bit cooler than me. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll give you that then. Okay. Not that I'm calling you uncool, but we'll, we'll let that one go there. <laughs> All right. So you said you published on Amazon. What was that process like? For, and I'm thinking for these people that are out there, the listeners that are like, you know what? I've got these ideas I could communicate, but I don't know how. And now you're telling them, here's a way. How did that process work? Yeah, so I think I took a little bit of an unconventional route. Um, I will, I'm a little bullheaded, as you may know. <laughs> and so with that, I wanted to be the only person that really worked on the book. And so I have this amazing iPad with an app called Procreate. And so I started kind of scrolling on Pinterest, looking at different farm pictures, different things that, again, are in my backyard that are still part of agriculture. And then I just started drawing. And so I, as I was doing that, I would find a picture. And I'm like, oh, wait, this would be a great sentence that, like, could spark a question. And then I would add it to the list. And then at the very end, after I had all the pages done, I imported the text. And then I would upload it as a PDF into something called KDP or Kindle Direct Publishing. And there I would select, like, oh, I want it paperback. I want it this size. I want high gloss or low gloss pages. I want vibrant colors. I want dull colors. Um, and different things like that. And then after that, they send it off to like kind of their own editors that check and make sure like images aren't falling off the page or that it's high quality um, and different things like that. And then they'll send you a report back that's like, you're good to go or maybe you need to change this tiny thing. And after everything gets approval, then they're like, okay, wait three to five business days and you can see it up on Amazon. Wow. And so that's kind of how that process went. But there's also like online websites where if you have an idea or and you're not um, 
kind of an artsy person and you don't want to draw your own pages, there's illustrators that you can hire that are like 3 to $4 a page um, or different things like that as well. So even if you have a general idea of something and you are artistic and can draw a page, but you can't quite put it in the words, there's those same websites of authors that can help you write the story as well. So there's 101 different ways to write a book where if you're not super bullheaded and don't mind having other people work <laughs> on it, um, you could do that way as well. All right. So the follow-up question of that would be, When's the next book coming? Or is there a next book? Or are you are you good? Check the box and good to go. What or you got the bug? Oh, I definitely have the bug. I'm hoping <laughs> that by the end of spring break I can have the second one out. Nice. I'm taking a little bit more time with this one. Um, a little bit more than a week or five days. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping the next one can dive a little bit deeper into one of the industries within agriculture and then each book after will cover a different section and you'll follow Millie along on her journey journey of discovering what agriculture is. So we got the Millie series coming out now. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. I I gotta say, you know, having watched you in FFA and stuff, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing with this. This is so cool to see and so awesome uh, for that. Thank you. So now before I let you go, I've got to ask you the same question I asked my guests at the end of the program. What's something you wish you had known when you were younger? Yeah, so that kind of comes back to the very first question you asked, um, where it's like, at the end of the day, age is just the number whenever it comes to accomplishing these types of things. Mm -hmm. I wish, one, that I wouldn't have thought 21 was so old in high school <laughs> because I still yet have yet to figure out what life is or what exactly I want to do. Um, but I wish I would have told myself before, like, even though I'm 15, even though I'm 16, I can still do these things if I don't have a big name attached to it or if I don't have years and years worth of experience. Because I know that would have opened up way more doors and would have helped me feel a little bit better in what I'm wanting to do in life. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just reminding yourself that no matter how old or how young you are, you can accomplish anything. And I think that's what makes not only our nation so great, but makes the world so great. Awesome. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I really appreciate it. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right. So, folks, this has been Scott Caldwell again talking with agriculture author Courtney Audi. Check out her book. See what's going on. But more than that, take advantage of those opportunities and do what I've been telling you to do, folks. Every week I've been telling you this. Take the time to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week. And boom, there it is. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So that's good. I just I, I had this list of people that I want to get to at some point. And honestly, yesterday I went, oh, crud, I don't have this weekend story. Who can I get that I know will be able to react real quickly and comfortably? And you, you're on that list of, okay, these are the people <laughs> who won't panic. You know, for, you know, I've got other people like, give me a week to think about what I want to say. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just want you to talk. But there's a panic mode. But others, I'm like, I know these people can handle stuff like that, so I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And also, I wanted to tell you, if you need anybody to, like, because you have a speech class, right, or you yes. work a lot with young yep. leaders, if you ever need somebody to come in and talk to them, or if you want to just do, like, a Zoom type of thing, okay. I'm always open for those types of things. Cool. Because um, I know I'm doing something that's a little bit atypical mm -hmm. um, than most people, so if they ever want to ask questions about college or anything like that, I yeah. am more than willing to do that. Awesome. Yeah, I've got a dual credit speech class. I may try and find a time to 
pull something like that in just to hear, okay, how do I actually use speech when I get to college in life and stuff? Cause, yeah. Because they kind of know, kind of don't. You know, mm-hmm. Some of them have no clue, and then there's others like my daughter, Christina, who's like, I got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good deal. All right, well, I will let you go, and I'm going to get this fixed and send it to the radio station and figure out what I'm doing for the rest of the day, like grading. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to stay ahead of it. We've got district leadership contest is next Friday and state speech is on Saturday. So a week and a half from now is going to be exhausting. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the sleep while you have it. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Courtney. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. All right. Bye.